T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right. It's so bad that while Mitch McConnell may not want to discuss the FBI acting as a gatekeeper for everybody who wants to take a Twitter account down they don't like, and while Kevin McCarthy might have given it lip service for the first time this year, starting in December, because he was in that speaker's race. A little tardy to the party, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I look, I've said this so many times. I've been telling you this since the summer I started coming in. Just for the heck of it, we'd have one shocking revelation about FBI law breaking after another, after another, after another. All of the censorship's illegal. Now we know the CIA's doing it. We know the Pentagon is doing it. It is, as you pointed out yesterday, illegal for them to operate on our soil. It's illegal for them to censor us. That violates our human rights, our Bill of Rights. It's all illegal. And Todd Rikita, who's the Attorney General in Indiana, is like, you, you can't do this. This is law-breaking. This isn't just, hey, we don't like this. Let's, let's take their funding away. This is illegal. So you cannot get Mitch McConnell to acknowledge it's going on at all. Kevin McCarthy only began talking about it in December. He was ignoring it, wouldn't speak on it, which was because he was fine with it. Um, up until then, it, you know what I think we're going to find out in these Twitter files? What's that going to be? In this last Twitter files, we learned um, that virtually every state in the nation had put censorship requests in um, with Twitter, just the accounts they don't like, and that a slew of public officials had requested accounts they didn't like to be taken down. Both members of Congress and also government officials, just bureaucrats. I bet you Kevin McCarthy does this. I bet you Mitch McConnell does it, too. We know Trump did it. We know Trump had Twitter suppress. um, And and I like to call him now the original censor. It's so shocking. We know from Twitter files over Christmas that Trump uh, had Twitter suppress. And they did uh, suppress. They They did not completely delete it, but they algorithmically downgraded stories and tweets about empty shelves Mm -hmm. so that fewer people would see it. That was Trump administration. And that opened the floodgates. As National Review pointed out over Christmas correctly, uh, look, when when Trump did this, it became okay. And the the alleged, you know, justification for it was, well, the Trump administration didn't want to panic. People reading about how the, you know, shelves are empty or whatever percentage empty or whatever. And I can remember that. There were some articles on it. There was some mainstream media reporting on it. Um, but the full extent of it, you really had to go to social media and see the pictures. I mean, just shocking during COVID how the supply chain began to fall apart. 
And so the Trump administration censored that. So we now know why we couldn't get Trump to do anything about censorship. Uh, And boy, did that blow up in his face. Yeah. Uh, Because as soon as it became okay to censor, guess who the first person censored was? It was Trump. So I I think we are going to find out if Trump was doing it, surely McCarthy and McConnell were doing it too. And you know what else we found out over break? Natalie Winters reporting. A heck of a reporter. You know who else censors? Let's hear it. The RNC. Let no. that sink in. Yeah, for I'm a not minute. surprised. And I'll have. I'm going to go deeper into that in a minute. But I covered it on the battleground over Christmas. It was the stuff going on over Christmas was so insane and so extreme. I had to come in here on my break and do a battleground every day. I just had to. I had to keep going. Um, what is happening is that con- members of Congress have discovered they can sell the censorship of the American people. And it goes for a premium. And the reason that the whole world wants to censor us is because if you think about it, we are the means on which the world communicates. I mean, all of this social media from Google to Facebook to Instagram, all of it, with the exception of TikTok, it's all ours. We are the ones speaking. We're, these are our products that we are exporting. So, I mean, to censor the American people is a thing of power. And so what is happening is we are sending money to Ukraine, Lee, printing it, sending it to Ukraine. They are turning around tens of millions of dollars and sending it back and using it to lobby successfully for censorship of the American people. And mostly what they've gotten so far has been um, algorithmic downgrading of anything negative about Ukraine, like that they've got a real problem with Nazis in their country and running their parliament and um, a a really strong string of a Nazi wing uh, in their fighting force. They don't want anybody to know that. So they have censored Americans who've tried to point it out. Um, But Natalie Winters got this. There's something called FARA, and that's a foreign act, you know, foreign registry. So every time you lobby on behalf of a foreign entity, you have to file with the federal government or it's a violation of the law unless you're Hunter Biden. Yeah. So, and, and it's a felony. I mean, you, you, you can't do it. So we know every uh, instance of lobbying by Ukraine. We know what they were lobbying for. We know who lobbied by them. Ukraine hired the Republican National Committee. You want to know why Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell want to talk about censorship? Because it is payola. Hired the Republican National Committee to lobby Google to censor negative news about Ukraine. Guess that explains Mitch McConnell's comment about the funding for Ukraine being the top concern for the Republican Party. Yeah, and so when you when you break it all down, like what's happening here is again members of Congress have discovered they can sell censorship. They can say, "Well, you write me a check, and I get my office called up the FBI, and uh, they're the belly button over there at Twitter, as they call themselves. They're the the gatekeeper, and we get that account taken down. That's causing you a problem." That's what's going on. They're all in on it. Here's Natalie Winters describing how this works and how the RNC, which is the head of the Republican Party, is doing it too. From the numbers that we have access to, the data that's publicly available, the campaigns to influence social media really are insane. And and there's even a a breaking report now that um, in in order to contact Google, the representatives there to suppress the so-called Russian disinformation, some of these lobbyists were actually reaching out to officials at the RNC um, to kind of lead that effort and lead that campaign. So it's a perfect example of how the D.C. political class 
um, is using the funds that are going to Ukraine um, to serve as lobbyists to push for even more social media censorship um, of Americans. I just want to make sure people understand the thing. The, the money they come and, and, and lobby for and we give them, which is supposed they take a not insignificant portion of that money, plow it back into D.C. to the lobbyists and consultants that then are in business also with big tech and big tech goes out of its way. They, the, one of the pitches they make is you got to suppress this and it showed up. Yeah. So that is Steve Bannon on war room on the podcast. You could read Natalie Winter's work along with the links to Farah. It's all right there. I read it. So they're all in on this Lee. This is hot. This is hip. Uh, and they are selling censorship. It is a hot commodity. Well, if you've got all these federal agencies from the FBI to DOD and CIA involved, why would you not think that representatives within the federal government itself would not be participating? Yeah. Um, and Winters continued with her story about how Ukraine is now the number one lobby arm for censorship. And do you know who is running uh, the censorship program out of CISA and the Department of Homeland Security. You're going to love this. Okay, let's hear it. The spokesperson for Burisma. Huh. You know, Burisma, the board, Hunter yeah. was on the board, the, the profoundly uh, the, corrupt. Yes, the, yes, the natural gas and oil company that um, out of Ukraine that has ties and, you know, obviously been giving money to the Biden yeah, so family. That person has been ensconced and censors you for the federal government. Here's Natalie Winters describing a little more about how a lot of that money that is, and I think it's being laundered through Ukraine, I think that's part of it, um, then loops back around and our own money is used to censor us. Ukraine, since the onset of the war, has plowed millions of dollars into D.C.-based lobbying firms. I don't have enough time to list all the companies and firms and politically connected people who are profiting from this, um, but Ukraine's armed forces, their Committee on National Security, Defense, and Intelligence, even Vladimir Zelensky have retained D.C.-based lobbyists. And what's so interesting, particularly dovetailing with the social media censorship um, kind of angle, is that a lot of these retained lobbyists, including people like Cameron Hardesty, who used to work in the Obama press shop, and Michael Babiak, have actually been retained specifically by the Ukrainian government to reach out to social media platforms, including Meta, including TikTok, and even Google, to get them to suppress what they describe as, quote, Russian disinformation. And I think anyone who's watching this program knows how that term is, you know, thrown around to mean basically anything that the globalists don't like. Um, but what's really interesting, too, and, and... Okay, and so she goes on with that. So this makes sense. You, it, What you need is a member of Congress via the FBI or directly to go to Twitter or Facebook or whatever and say, hey, I need this account censored or yeah, I might sponsor legislation breaking up Twitter or Facebook. They're powerless against this corruption by members of Congress. And what do they do? They take the account down. It's easier than having your social media property, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram broken up. It's got to stop. But it's what's going on. And the size of it, the scope of it is shocking.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, so we're back. We haven't seen this in 100 years. They're going to go to a seventh round of voting to try to ram Uniparty uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy down conservatives' throats. See if that works. Uh, Trump endorsed him yesterday. He lost votes after that. And so they're still holding strong. Supposedly last night, Kevin McCarthy agreed in the speakership race to give Republicans everything that they want. Some were saying that might change their votes. And then there's other reports, though, that there's still eight to 10 people who are like, no, they're never Kevin. They don't care. So and good for them. So um, he may still not have enough votes. So that's where we are right now um, on this. This is our last chance to fix this. Let me give you an example of, of kind of what the problem is here. Because it's sort of shocking when you start delving into it. Governor Abbott of Texas and the delegation, <clears throat> the congressional delegation of Texas, know what it would take to secure the border with Texas. They put together sample legislation months ago. Secure the border. Okay, folks, even majorities of Democrats want the border secure. Okay, this is not radical stuff. So the Texas delegation took the bill to Kevin McCarthy to secure the border of Texas. This is the, the Texas border security plan. Governor Abbott, very moderate. The number two issue with voters in the Gallup polling throughout the midterms this time was the border. Okay, so Americans want it. Democrats want it. Republicans want it. Independents want it. Majorities of black voters want it. Majorities of Hispanic voters want it. The Republican delegation of Texas wants it. So does the governor of Texas. Kev went down to the border and pretended to care. All they wanted him to do, Kevin McCarthy, was to commit to putting that legislation on the floor for a vote. That's all he wanted. Let's vote on it. Let's get the Democrats on the record. He said no. 
So, you know, if you're watching Fox News and they're hemming and hawing and blustering, oh, what, he's 20 or crazy, man, that's why. That's why. I mean, if you're a Republican leader and you can't even commit to putting the Texas border plan on the floor for a vote, you're not in the mainstream of American society. You're not in the mainstream of Democrat voters, of independent voters, of black voters, of white voters, of Hispanic voters. You're just not in the mainstream. You are so far out to lunch. It's almost unrecognizable. So this whole idea that these Republicans who are rebelling, well, they're radical, they're really conservative. No, it's Kevin McCarthy who's not in the mainstream. The American people want us to get control of the border. They don't want more than 100 terrorists streaming over the border. They don't want that. That is a small part of the Democrat Party and not even the majority that wants that. And Kevin McCarthy. That's why. McCarthy couldn't get anywhere. And even Fox News, is they're, they're lying to you about this. I don't know why they're lying about this, but they're lying about it. Maybe because Paul Ryan's on their board and they don't want to make him mad. I don't know. But that's where this is. That's where this is. Another one of the things the GOP wants is a church-style committee to begin to go after the FBI for terrorizing the American people with censorship, as we've documented exhaustively here today on the show. Here's Tucker on that last night. These are simple things the Republicans want. Hey, it's illegal for the FBI to censor the American people. Let's stop them. Let's investigate them. Let's put someone we trust, Thomas Massey, in charge of it. McCarthy's head set up till now. No, I mean, these are, this is radical stuff by Kevin McCarthy. He is the radical, not us. We're the normals. Here's Tucker last night. He nails this. Kevin McCarthy could put Thomas Massey of Kentucky in charge of a new Frank Church committee designed to discover what the FBI and the intel agencies have been doing to control domestic politics in this country. They've been doing a lot, but no one in Washington wants to talk about it. This topic is effectively off limits and has been. In fact, no one's talked about it for almost 50 years. And so because no one has talked about it or stopped it, the rot has spread and democracy has withered. You can feel it. The FBI is now a bigger force in American elections than any single group of voters. This cannot continue. It is poison. And Kevin McCarthy is uniquely situated right now to stop it. So by striking a deal with his 20 colleagues, McCarthy could restore our system to health and at the very same time, get the job he has always wanted. It's not so complicated. Let's hope he does it. Think about that. The FBI now has more of a voice and more power in American elections than any other group of people, than even the Democrat or Republican political parties. That is exactly what our founders we're trying to prevent when they made the First Amendment, number one, it is the First Amendment for a reason. And until December, Kevin McCarthy wouldn't even speak of it. Mitch McConnell, again, leader of our party, has never spoken of it, ever, not one time. That's fear. That's an authoritarian regime. That's how an authoritarian regime operates. They stop at any time we want. Look, even the Wall Street Journal this morning is on board with this. It's in radical stuff. The Wall Street Journal uh, publishing a 
great editorial called How to Take the Twitter Files to Court. And they're saying, listen, Twitter files are real. FBI speech suppression and interference in elections is real. Here's a legal strategy they should do. We should do a class action lawsuit um, um, by the readers of social media who are being deprived of their First Amendment rights. Wall Street Journal, I mean, this is not radical stuff, but it is for the people who want to be leaders of our party, and that's got to stop. A lot of folks asking, how can I get in touch with my representatives? How are they voting um, on this whole speakership race? This is one of those rare opportunities where if we can block Kevin McCarthy, we can really send a message to Washington. It'd be a big deal. They won't tell you what a big deal it is, but behind the scenes, it'd be a big deal. Look, we've already made a major dent. This has absolutely humiliated the Uniparty. This is absolutely dealt a blow to the foot soldiers of the Bush fundraising machine. And look, here's this is, and I explained this to Battleground podcast yesterday. This is what the problem is in this country. What the Bushes did after Daddy Bush won, you know, uh, the presidency, took over the party, they immediately broomed all the conservatives out of Washington. It was a total purge um, out of the RNC out of the nonprofits, out of the think tanks, out of even a lot of the congressional staffs. I mean, it was just an absolute hateful purge. And they were able to keep their lock on power through Bush 1, Bush 2, till now, the new foot soldiers are McCarthy, um, are Nikki Haley, um, Mitt Romney. I mean, that is that they all share the same fundraising base. Sadly, Tim Scott does too. And that money is dirty money. That money is opposition money. A lot of those people that they get the funds from are of two types. They either donate to Democrats and Republicans. That's what the Bushes were able to do so successfully over the years. They were able to tap into donors of the other party with promises to be controlled opposition. On a handful of issues, they were all really had in common. And the main issue was open borders. The Democrats know if they can leave the borders open and get enough people over them and get them into the voting booth legally, they can take the country and break down the borders. And uh, removing and erasing the borders of the United States of America is the number one operational principle of the Bush fundraising cabal. And it'll do two things. It'll erase the, um, uh, the, the erase America is anything but a geographical destination and a unite Mexico, America, and Canada. Um, and it will eventually put the Democrat Party in absolute permanent power uh, because uh, immigrants coming over that border for the first generations will vote Democrat. So it will ultimately destroy the Republican Party. So their donors are big into that. And so this is why the opposition has been controlled. This is a deep and wide pool of money. It is easy to get dollars out of. And this is why you will routinely see Tim Scott, Nikki Haley attack Trump, just seemingly out of the blue. This is what they have to do to get that money. And it's the same fundraising base that's shared by Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, 
uh, Mitt Romney and all this. So if you're wondering, like, why are these the people at Fox News are so confused? Why are there these eight to ten people who are like, no matter what, we're not voting for Kevin McCarthy. Doesn't matter what he agrees to, because they know the second that speakership uh, election ends, it it it's on. I mean, Kevin McCarthy and this wing of the party that is taking money from Democrats for controlled opposition or taking money from open borders interests who are liberal um, is going to load up McCarthy's coffers and McConnell's coffers to knock out every single conservative voice. And I don't even like using the word conservative because that sounds kind of like liberal or that's, you know, it sounds like the opposite of liberal. It's not even that. Every normal voice, every voice of every American who wants to say, hey, I don't want 100 terrorists coming over that border this year like last year. I just, I just don't want that. Um, anybody who says normal, rational things in this country is going to get chop blocked, including the representatives who've spoken out. So these 8 to 10 know they got to go down with the ship. It doesn't matter what McCarthy agrees to because the second... A primary rolls around. There's going to be seven hundred thousand, a million dollars in that primary to take them out and replace them with controlled opposition. And look, the best bang for their buck these donors have ever gotten was that Bush money. Was controlling the Bushes for thirty years. It did absolutely devastating damage to this country. I'll never forget the Jeb Bush fundraiser in the Hamptons. This was uh, 20, 2016 election, and Jeb Bush had over 200 almost all Democrat donors to a fundraiser in the Hamptons. I will never forget this as long as I live. And he, you know, he's giving him a speech and he's talking about managing the decline of the country because the decline of the country is what's on the menu. They don't care if the country declines. They're trying to erase the borders anyway trying to meld this country into one big North American union, very much like the European Union run with a social credit score style system like China. That's what our elites want. They see the power that the Chinese Communist Party has and they want it. I don't, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't want it. So let me tell you what, this eight to 10 have done an incredibly heroic thing because this group of people so pissed now that they have opposed Kevin McCarthy I don't even think they're going to stop at ruining them electorally. So McCarthy can promise whatever he wants. But the second that race is over, it's on. It is on. And they'll be destroyed the way that Madison Cawthorn was destroyed for suggesting that, you know, I mean, Cawthorn said, look, you should see the parties here. There's members of Congress having sex with each other. There's uh, congressional staffs and members of Congress having sex. It's all very open. And when he said it, It really, you know, Kevin went after him hard. Kevin McCarthy did. And I knew why. Kevin McCarthy, no, that doesn't happen. What are you talking about, Kev? You did it yourself. We all know you did. You had an affair with Renee Elmers. That's just the only affair we know about. She had a drop out of Congress. She got destroyed. Cost you the speakership. You did exactly what you destroyed Madison Cawthorn, a great, in a wheelchair, conservative Republican Congress member. He took him out of Denise, poured more than a million dollars into his district that should have been spent against the Democrat to take him out. And then McCarthy went in front of the camp. Nobody here is having sex. Well, except you, Kev. Except you and Renee Elmer is another congresswoman, just like Madison Cawthorn said. Boy, that has the ring of truth. He apologized for it at the time. It's not conspiracy. or I mean, that's why... Um, 
Paul Ryan ended up being the speaker instead of Kevin McCarthy and why Kevin McCarthy has, you know, really coveted that speakership ever since because it was supposed to be his. It would have been his if he could have kept his pants zipped. So all of this is about Kev had sex with people he wasn't supposed to and he missed his opportunity. He's never been able to get over it. It's a sore spot for Kev. He destroyed a great member of Congress for saying, look, you wouldn't believe sex going on up here. You wouldn't believe the parties. You wouldn't believe cocaine. You wouldn't believe what they do. I believe you. I believe Madison Cawthorn. Look at Kevin McCarthy. He who screams the loudest is the guiltiest, right? Well, we know Kevin did it. Department of Homeland Security and their spies got it, leaked it. No one was ever punished for that. So this is the real situation in America. We have a once-in-a-lifetime chance to knock this back. And what we need is for Jeff Duncan and William Timmons to put on their big boy pants and join a truly courageous, patriotic American, um, Ralph Norman, our other Congress member in the upstate. Look, I, I like these guys. Most of the time they vote great. But I'm telling you, Jeff Duncan and William Timmons, you put on a big boy pants and save this country. This is the vote that matters. This is the one. So if you want to call them, be very polite, be very nice, and know that most of the time these guys are with us. They are. They're good guys. But on this one, they put on their big boy pants and they need to vote. No, 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 no speakership for Kevin McCarthy. No more. We're not playing these games anymore. Text keyword house to the text line 71307. You put your address in, it'll give you who your representative is. Call very nicely, call the office, don't be angry, and request a no vote against Kevin McCarthy. This is one of those rare opportunities we have to make a difference. Try it. If nothing else, it'll help you vent steam. So text keyword house to the text line 71307. Tell Jeff Duncan, tell William Timmons, no. It's very easy. Vote no. And thank Ralph Norman. Call his office. It's got to be lonely to take on people this vengeful by yourself. Tell him, thank you, Ralph Norman. Well, this is just priceless. I'll set this one up. Adam Schiff, the guy who made up the Russia collusion hoax, the liar who claimed he'd seen intelligence proving it was real. We'd later learn not only was there no such intelligence, the FBI and the CIA knew it was fake as early as the summer of 2016 that Hillary was behind it and had warned Barack Obama about it personally. So there's no way Adam Schiff saw intelligence proving it was fake. People like Adam Schiff, in order for their lies to live, they need censorship of people telling the truth. And that's exactly what Adam Schiff did. This is incredible. So you go back two weeks... A leftist loon attacks Elon Musk's, one of his baby mamas, and uh, the toddler in the car, right? He's jumping on the hood acting like a general lunatic, right? Because he's just mad that some people in America might get to have free speech uh, who, you know, he disagrees with. And that, made, that makes him crazy. They get violent. So he goes after Musk, uh, Musk kid and baby mama in the car. And, um, you know, Twitter has long had a rule against doxing, which is publishing location information well the media was trying to get you know elon musk attacked and killed as they are most days and so they published this information several of the outlets say their twitter accounts take it for about 12 hours well adam schiff the democrat goes bonkers screaming about censorship and how we can't have censorship we can't have the vaunted uh, lying journalists taken down 
uh, from their purchase on Twitter that they live from. And he's screaming and yelling. So that's like two weeks ago, and he's tweeting, and they're going to get Musk, and he better preserve the First Amendment and let these lying journalists lie some more. Um, so um, it, it's highly ironic that this week Elon Musk turns around and goes, okay, and releases internal federal uh, internal Twitter documents showing that Schiff got veteran reporter Paul Sperry's account taken off Twitter. At first, Twitter said no, but then they relented and took Sperry down. Okay. Why did Adam Schiff want Sperry taken down? Because Schiff was lying about his whistleblower in the Trump impeachment. We now know that. Sperry Cole busted him was able to find out and report that he wasn't a real whistleblower. He actually had connections to Schiff's staff, and they were making the whole thing up. Okay, it's a long story. So that made Schiff mad. He doesn't like real reporting. So he had Sperry's Twitter feed taken down because Sperry was telling the truth, and we can't do that in America anymore. So the irony of Schiff screaming bloody murder about, we need to go after Elon Musk, and he can't be taking down these... Washington Post, New York Times, all these reporters um, for doxing him, and he's a censor. So Schiff, I guess Schiff, I mean, is he stupid? I mean, is he dumb on top of all of it? He had to know Elon Musk had that. But it shows you where we are right now. Sperry uh, took uh shift to the woodshed over this on Twitter yesterday. He's back on Twitter. He's now now allowed to speak. He wrote this quote, Twitter was just an app for the U.S. intelligence community, FBI, DHS, ODNI, CIA, NSA, CISA, and now we learn shifts HPSCI as well as uh, the Senate uh, Intelligence Committee. Unbelievable. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.